0: The fear of public speaking holds people back from achieving their goals or advancing their career. For example, if you don't speak up at meetings, you lose influence. And if you avoid giving presentations, you lose the opportunities to stand out. Or if you let others to pitch your team's idea, you give teams much of the credit that belongs to you. We understand that proper speaking is very essential to your corporate career, but the point is that in order to get better at proper speaking, the first battle we need to overcome is proper speaking anxiety, and which is also our topic today, reach the nerves and reach the power. Joining us in our EIY education session tonight, we warmly welcome Ms. Liam. She is an experienced corporate communications professional who helps people in business communicating their ideas with confidence she has worked for queensland health and education services in the public and private sectors as well as the numerous startups small businesses and not-for-profit organizations she now runs presence communications a training services consultancy that helps teams work better together with tailored business communication skill training and insight two colors and badly building workshops. Hello, hello, Miss Welcome to EIY Education Session tonight.
1: Thank you. It's a
0: pleasure to be here. Well, why is this topic so
1: important, Ms. Well, if Effective communication skills, that's one of the top five, the top five um, skills that employers are looking for. And among your repertoire of communication skills is public speaking. And the reason that you might, uh, the, the situations you might find yourself in where you need to speak in public, it might be uh, a team meeting can be public speaking. Uh, if you are asked to present to the board of directors or uh, to some other inf- people that you need to influence, uh, you may have to do a presentation in front of a big group of people. You may be presenting in a forum like this. Um, it, it's all public speaking and there's a, being able to do, do so confidently will really make you stand out from your um, colleagues.
0: So it means that probably speaking not only about standing on a stage, but also that we need to I in be in our workload.
1: That's right. And when you have the confidence to speak up in a meeting, then you start to have the confidence to speak up in a larger group, and that helps to build your confidence to stand up in front of, a, you know, a couple of hundred people or even a couple of thousand of people.
0: Yeah, I see i understand that public speaking is very popular and the challenge is that whenever we speak in public we tend to be nervous
1: why stop miss leon could you repeat that question i couldn't quite hear it
0: why are we afraid of public speaking
1: ah it comes back to something very primal in as a human when we put ourselves out there and say, look at me, I have an idea, we put ourselves in a very vulnerable situation and we worry that people won't think that we're very good or our ideas are not very good and that they will laugh at us or if we go back to prehistoric times that they will cast us aside and we'd be left alone and in... in. um <clears throat> In prehistoric times, we all had to live in groups for safety and for nourishment. And so it sort of comes back for humans is that when we put ourselves in that vulnerable position, we worry that we're going to get attacked or left behind. So that's often what comes to play when we go to express our ideas as well. And just physically being separated from everybody else when we are standing on a stage. And that's what can create that fear. It's a fear of rejection.
0: Mm, That's a fear of rejection. And I understand that we have many reasons why we are afraid of public speaking. Is it different from one another, for example, that you have your own reason of being afraid of public speaking and so do I? Do you think that each person has different views or different reasons toward public speaking anxiety?
1: If I understand your question correctly, I think perhaps there is a public speaking gene that some of us are fortunate to have, um, you know, perhaps that's in there. And I know there has been some research into whether that's a possibility. There's also about the nurturing. If we're brought up, um, encouraged to express ourselves, then we have more confidence to do that as grown-ups. Um, if we are uh, when we're younger if we're ridiculed for our ideas, if we're not given opportunity and support for our ideas, it can hold us back um, so there's part of that sort of nurturing situation there and um, it, and and there's personalities some personalities are very happy to be to have attention on them and other personalities are you know, They've got wonderful ideas, but don't like being in the spotlight. They'd rather give their ideas to someone else to talk about.
0: Ah, I see. Yeah, some people think that the whole site is a bit soft. but you still can hear us? Please comment on our live stream so that we can check our sound. Okay. So we understand that each person has different reasons toward proper-stripping, anxieties, dryness, more. Yeah.
1: That's right. And it can take shape for different people. For some people, it's the shakes. You know, for other people, they have a blank. Uh, and then there are other people who, uh, something that used to happen to me, but not so much now, but blushing. I would go bright red and very blotchy. Um other people get, um, you know, the butterflies in the stomach or, or very tense. So nerves can take shape different ways in different people. Uh, some unfortunate people experience all those symptoms. Um, and sometimes we don't even realise that we might be feeling nervous. Um, you, you know, and it's not till we actually get un, in that spotlight situation that something will happen and and we become clumsy um, or our knees start to shake and feel a bit like jelly. So it's important to understand what are your own signs of um, stage fright or, or public speaking anxiety. It's important to understand your own symptoms of that so you can prepare for them. So something simple that you can do is if you know you're going to If you're likely to choke up, make sure you've got some water handy. Maybe suck on a lozenge beforehand. Uh, If you know that your knees shake and wobble, see if it's possible for you to do that um, presentation or that speech behind a lectern or behind a podium so you can hide your body a little bit and have something to hang on to if you've got the shakes it's a good idea not to be holding anything because it just shows up more so the more you know about your own signs the more you can prepare and come up with other strategies yeah some people um have a problem if they have a microphone and they wave the microphone everywhere so you can't hear them so if you know that you do this when you're nervous You need to practice speaking in a microphone and keep keeping it close. And a lot of it is practice. It's practicing uh, these things that will help you because you have body memories. So the more you practice something in a good way, practice a good habit, the more likely it is that your body will know what to do when you uh, need to to be on stage. It will know what to do.
0: Mm, Absolutely. So you share with us many tactics in order to overcome public speaking anxieties at that moment. Do you think that we have a core solution in order to dive deeper into our public speaking anxieties and we really could truly understand what are the reasons why we are afraid of that and that we have a strategic solution
1: for that? Are you asking for strategies if, when you're actually speaking, or to prepare for speaking?
0: I think that before you speak or during the time that you speak.
1: So, if we think of this fear and nerves as an energy, so it's it's got to get out. So, if we can, rather than trying to hold it all in and make ourselves very stressed. Mm. It's good if we can move. So before you going on stage as much as possible, see if you can move, shake it out. Actually let that energy go. It's got to go somewhere. So try and release it in that way. And sometimes it's just simple exercises. Another thing is to breathe. There are various forms of breathing that you can do, but one is that you... Um, you know just take that moment to stop and breathe out and breathe in your thoughts and breathing out and even doing something like lifting up and out you're doing two things there because you're exercising you're moving in and out and when you're on the stage people are looking at you So you can take a moment. They will wait for you. Take that moment to breathe in, breathe out, and go. And maybe you need to move a bit on the stage as well. Not so much that people can't keep track of you. You don't want to be wandering back and forth. It's not a tennis match. So you want to, again, this comes down to practice. So if you know that you need to burn off the energy. Practice movements that are meaningful, and it's like practicing your gestures being meaningful rather than all over the place. So it's about practice. The more you practice beforehand, the better you are in control of your body, the more preparation you have. Like if you know, know your topic, know the message that you want to impart, know what response you want from your audience when you know that when you have that clarity you you're minimizing the risks associated with your sense of vulnerability so the more preparation the stronger you will be when you actually get out there in front of the audience and i think it's very important to remember it's about the audience it's not about you you have something to offer to them, so you need to stop thinking about yourself and give it to them.
0: I see. So it means that we have some ways in order to pre-prepare for our
1: presentation, right? Could you repeat that again, please?
0: Okay. It means that we have some ways to pre-prepare for our presentations, right? Yep. And have you ever been to the situation that why would you are speaking then suddenly you feel very nervous at that time your heart is just bumping dramatically fast in that case how can you handle that intense situation
1: again if you have been practicing Mm. it's good if you can practice with a friend Mm. someone you can trust not your mother because your mother will tell you you're wonderful Mm. so you need to practice with someone who will say hey Slow down, so that when you start to notice you're getting nervous, it's like you hear your friend's voice. Again, part of that practice. Um, if you're working with slides um, and you're, you know, it's very important that your slide deck, your slideshow is supporting you. You're not reading it. Yeah. When we get nervous, we often try to read our notes. Instead of having faith in ourselves, we know our stuff. And the audience doesn't know what's coming next. So if we forget a bit, Mm. they don't know that. Mm. They haven't heard this before. So we should just continue and we can always stop and go, let me come back to where I was before. And the, everybody in the audience is going, "Yay! How brave is that person to get up and speak?" So, and and if the if it's a people who have trouble speaking themselves, they will appreciate. You know, if they're used to having those nerves, they will appreciate your situation. Sometimes, when you show that you're nervous a little bit, and you show that you are feeling vulnerable, the audience really empathizes with you
0: Mm.
1: so it's not about apologizing and saying oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm feeling so nervous Mm. but you can make a comment like i am i'm very excited to be here today and one thing is to think of your nerves as excitement rather than nervousness turn it into a positive
0: your mindset in order to think about your nervousness, right?
1: Yeah, it's if you are thinking about your nerves and dealing with them before you have to speak, Mm. then you can focus on what you have to do in that moment.
0: In your coaching career, was there any situation or scenario that you met a speaker and that person was extremely nervous and she or he couldn't go to stage. At that time, what did you do in order to cause that person to face with stage
1: fright? Okay. Uh, this I'll, I'll, You reminded me of a colleague. Yeah. Um, when she is speaking on the stage, you think that she is so accomplished as a speaker, but what you don't know is, just before she goes on stage, she has vomited. But she—it it happens to everybody. Even the most accomplished person can still have these nervous, um, these nervous feelings. Um, I one of my uh, one of my students one of the people that I coached she knew in advance that she was she was in a big pitching competition for her startup Mm. and she knew that she would have to hold a microphone because she went into this pitching competition the year before and she was doing this (laughs) so we practiced with a hairbrush So we were doing it via Zoom. It was funny because we practiced getting used to the hairbrush, moving it purposefully, focusing on the other hand to keep this hand still. So that's something that we practiced. It seemed like a small thing, but it bothered her so much. So we worked on that. Another another female entrepreneur that I worked with, She had this special voice that she would bring on when she was speaking. And it was strange because she was very conversational, very animated. But when she did her public speaking, she spoke like this. And it was very strange. So we had to work on her getting back to a conversational tone. And she would also do this a lot she would put her head on the side a lot so we had to work on what else could she do with her head so that she didn't constantly <sighs> and that she she came across as someone um, very authentic so they're the sorts of things that we had to work on
0: yeah i see in your book the notes and pitch the power You mentioned one point, yeah, that one, right. I read that one. (laughs) Yeah. There was one point which is about nerves and nerve. What is the difference between nerves and nerve?
1: Ah, now this, and I, I don't know if this is specific to the English language, but it's that S. When you say you have nerve, it means you have strength. But when you have nerves, you put the S on and suddenly we're scared. So the S is like being scared. Let's let's steal the nerves. Let's make them strong so that we're known for having nerve rather than having nerves.
0: I see. That's a quick point to use words, Miss. Yes. <laughs> because uh, I, I just misconfuse it before you
1: shared it with me. I think that's... Um, Sometimes too uh, nerves are, are seen as a bad thing. They're not bad, they just need managing. And if you don't have nerves, then if having some nerves it gives you it gives you energy, which is great for your presentation to have energy. But also by having some nerves um it keeps you if you come across as more passionate and excited about what you are doing Mm -hmm. rather than if you were like this and you would seem like a robot and because you were pushing all your nerves down and people would think you had no feelings at all
0: Mm. yeah it means that it stimulates your energy
1: yeah yeah nerd says energy
0: Mm. that's the one I think that let's come to our final part of our education section tonight. What is your final message that we would like to share with our viewers before we finish?
1: I would like to say that when you face up to nerves, you manage your nerves, and you have that confidence, you're already winning. There are people who, you know, they are so scared to take that step. So remember that even by giving it a go, putting yourself out there, testing, who knows? People might be so thrilled that you have suddenly got a solution that they've been looking for. So you're already winning if you decide to speak up. And maybe it's terrible. They say there are three presentations. The one you prepare for, mm. the one you deliver, and the one you wish you had delivered. <laughs> so, you know, it's always good to reflect mm. on what you have done so that you can improve for next time. Mm. But just giving it a go, that's the important thing.
0: Yeah, you're right, I'm I think that uh, you're right, practice really lets you become a master because. Since the first day that I started public speaking practice, until now, I feel there there is very rare occasion that I feel anxious about public speaking. Unless that that occasion puts a lot of pressure on me, otherwise, that I feel it's just a piece of cake. It's really normal because when you reach to that level, you know how to manage your anxiety. You know yourself already, then anxiety can
1: fade away later. Yes. And if you, are, if you want to lead a team, mm-hmm. they need to feel that, that you are going to be confident. People need to have confidence in you. Yeah. Uh, there's lots of information out there about how to be a leader, mm-hmm. but also how to be a follower. And one way is to support people, support your leaders in their public speaking. Help them, give them positive feedback, let them know, when they've done a good job. Mm,
0: yeah, sure, Mess. Uh, initially, I'm encouraged that we would like to know more about book booking anxiety and we would like to know more about
1: your book. How can we find it? The book is available, hard copies are available, ordering it from my website, mm. presencecommunications.com.au, and it looks like this.
0: Mm.
1: And it's about chicken in, which means. Have a go, don't chicken out, chicken in. And uh, it's also on Amazon for Kindle readers.
0: Mm. Yeah, for sure. and thank you so much for joining us tonight. And I do appreciate so
1: much. And hi, everyone. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you very much. It's been lovely speaking with you.
0: Yeah, you, And bye, everyone. See you again. I speak.